0: Welcome to a new episode of Doctrine and Doxology. Glad that you have joined us. I am Skylar Spradlin, joined with the one and only and consistent, never leaving, always here, no other life, Larry Jones.
1: There must be a different Larry Jones out there because those words did not, in my opinion, describe my faithfulness.
0: You're more faithful than those words described?
1: Way more. No. I said
0: you're never leaving.
1: Way less faithful.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure there are other Larry Jones out there. Yeah. I know there are. But there's not the Larry Jones like you. You are the Larry Jones. I
1: think that's because each person is unique in his own, his his or her own being. Everyone is unique, like the fingerprint.
0: Your uniqueness, my friend, reaches new heights.
1: Really? I think there's much more uniqueness out there than I possess.
0: <laughs> I've known you a long time, and I can say I don't think Unique, so. Unique, huh? Yep. One of a kind. Well, I'm glad to be here. I would say God broke the mold with you, but I'm not sure there was a mold to begin with.
1: I was uh, clay in the potter's hands. Peace peace here. And he here, made me here. the way he wanted me.
0: Yep. I'm glad he made you. I am too. Uh, yeah, it is good to be here. We haven't been here in two weeks.
1: Yes, we've had some things happen during the last couple of weeks.
0: Which I don't think anybody is really out there counting. We're uh, counting.
1: I hope they're counting.
0: Yeah, we had some church events and some travel events.
1: Had an operation. We had a...
0: An operation.
1: Or was that three weeks ago?
0: That's three weeks ago. We okay. were here. Never mind. I mean, we there was an operation, but yeah, it didn't affect this. Org fair and singing Org conference fair,
1: that took the big time right there.
0: Yeah, that was an all dayer.
1: That's a that's an important event too because we're hoping that that gets some young freshman students involved in a church. Yeah, because that you know they come to the college and they go, "Yay, I'm not
0: with mom and dad anymore. I can do about whatever I want." Usually that leads to heartache. Yes, uh, our goal, of course, we want them to come to our church, but Really, a. Church. we just wanted to be a light for Christ Yeah, on the campus. And so that was one reason. Then you were gone to Sing Conference. That's right. You're going to give a plug for it? It was good. It sounded good. It's kind of like
1: you, you absorb a whole lot of stuff in three days, and it was all good. And yeah, you can't I'm describe sure. it all, or you can't even, you're yeah. just involved in it.
0: I'm sure it takes a while to, to digest and
1: yeah, comprehend. Just, and so when people ask me, what did you think about it? Well, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I usually tell people, yeah, that same thing. It was great. There was and some I good don't even singing. There was, to, good there was good
1: preaching. There's good worship. Yeah. Uh, just a good time with a bunch of other Christians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Sitting in the middle of 7,000 people singing as loud as you can and can't hear yourself. It's just, it's just, wow.
0: I wish, I was having this conversation today with another local pastor. I wish our church services were like that. And I don't, I don't think that's too high an expectation.
1: No. And you know what it is? It's a miniature version of what it will be like in Revelation 7, where we're all gathered, every tribe, language, tongue, and nation gathered around, lifting up praise to our wondrous God.
0: Right. So it, I was making that point today at lunch okay. that if that's the case, and I do think it is, yes. then most of our churches seem to be falling well below the standard line of what that will look like right? And our expression it. of worship.
1: Yeah, we don't realize what this is, a miniature version of what it will be like then.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we should tell people how to express worship, and I certainly don't think that it should be chaotic or anything like not. that, but I'm saying that God has made us as, as creatures of emotion yes, and expression, and when our hearts are touched, it's always expressed somehow. Sure.
1: Always. Sometimes you're singing words you can't even say because you become so emotional you can't sing anymore.
0: Yeah, or you even just sit there silently reflecting, like your heart's just full. It's swollen, full of joy. Right. Anyways. Anyway, um, it was, was, it was a lot of that. that. Yeah. Cool. S- so I can't explain it, but it was good. You've been trying to get me to go for years, and I think you've convinced well, me now. If I can get this, it.
1: This year I did nothing.
0: If I can get it on the agenda, that's probably what did it. Yeah. You just came back and said, man, this was awesome. It was good. And I thought, hmm, I should go. I wonder why Larry's never invited me.
1: Uh well I don't know. Hmm. It's very interesting though. We just we decided that you know some people probably wouldn't enjoy that as much as others. Um it's just like I probably wouldn't enjoy a the same venue as much if it had a different style of music one that I don't really cling to.
0: Yeah, there would definitely be some of the artist I think that I would not want to hear or learn from. Yeah, well... I probably wouldn't go to any of the breakouts.
1: Yeah, but the artists that we heard from are some of the same people we sing their work here in our church, so
0: yeah. and the, the, it fit yeah. me like a glove. Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad it was refreshing, it but was. I am, like you said, glad to be back, I think. Yeah. Or I hope that this is good and beneficial. Um, I do hear from time to time people listening.
1: Well, that's good. It is. If, I hope. And if it's good, you know it's from God. Absolutely. it's pretty much pretty if it's bad, it's probably us.
0: Anything that we do, well, I'll take that back. Everything that we do, we hope, is according to the Will, will of, of God. God.
1: Very good in- intro there, mm. by the way.
0: So what are we talking about today? Uh, Lottery, well, honus?
1: I think we're talking about the will of God. Like? As an attribute.
0: Like his will. A communicable attribute. His will of inheritance, like when he passes away, his will goes into effect.
1: No, I don't think that's it.
0: Hebrews talks about that. Does it? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we're, we have an inheritance, Hebrews says refers to?
0: that a wheel doesn't go into effect without a death. That's true. And it says, ha ha, Jesus uh-huh. has died, but he came back to life. And he enacted a better covenant. That's right. Anyways, neither here nor there. That is not the kind of wheel we're talking about no. with God.
1: Will you please stay on the subject?
0: I'm trying. I will how are you going to define God's will? Well, first of all, let's clarify. Okay. Did you say this? We're still in the communicable attributes of of God?
1: In the book, yes. That's what it's still called, the communicable attributes of God. Right.
0: So this is an attribute that God possesses that He has shared with us. He has put into humanity.
1: Correct. Correct. But, you know, God's will... Uh, It's a little different than our will.
0: Yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. Define God's will. We'll get
1: there, we'll get there. I'm going to try to. Some of the explanations are very labor-intensive. God's will is that attribute of God whereby he approves and determines to bring about every action necessary for the existence and activity of himself and all creation.
0: That was a lot. There's a lot. Could you do it one more time but slower? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you know what's coming, right?
1: God's will is that. Oh let me my Okay, let me speed her up a little. God's will is that attribute of God whereby he approves and determines to bring about every action necessary for the existence and activity of himself and all creation. Hmm. He wills things to happen, and they do.
0: What's that, the beginning of that something and determination?
1: Will is that attribute of God whereby He approves and determines. Approves
0: and determines. To bring about. So God's will is God's determination to do His pleasure according to everything, or over everything. Yes. Himself and creation, everything. That's true. Ephesians 1.11 says he does all things by the Ooh, counsel of, of his verses. own will. Yeah, that's one of the verses I had here. Well, Nice of yeah. you to jump on that one. So he does everything in consultation with himself. He does everything that he pleases, and everything that he does that he pleases is the determination yeah. of his will.
1: That's correct.
0: What was that first word again before determination? Approve. Hmm. Okay, I'm looking back. Approves and determines. Approves and determines. Approves is an interesting word to me.
1: Well, he's the one determinant. He's the one that approves it.
0: Yeah, but... Like he wouldn't change his mind. No, but putting approve first seems to be a passive act of God by where he's merely granting permission. And perhaps that's what is intended. Maybe we
1: should just scratch that out and say, whereby
0: He determines to bring about every action necessary. Well, we can't scratch it out. It's copyrighted. But if we were coming up with our own definition...
1: Scratch it out.
0: (laughs) We would say determination, determined, where God determines everything. So... What does that apply to? What, how far does that extend, Larry? Does that extend to just big picture things like creation, the act of creating, or the sustaining of the globe? Or does that also extend down to very small details or maybe even personal details of our lives?
1: Well, of course, you said just. I did. That eliminates everything else because God's divine will is, is for all the things you've mentioned. But it is also for the very minute, subatomical <laughs> things that happen in the world.
0: Could you make that up?
1: Subatomical? Yeah. I think I saw it on a movie, Ant-Man or something. Hmm. He, he kind of went little bitty, and then he went itty, itty, bitty.
0: Okay. But, he went,
1: but subatomical, I mean, every little thing in the universe, including the atoms and the molecules, and there may be smaller things that we don't even know about yet. Pond scum. Yeah, that too. It's all in accordance to His divine will.
0: Yes. So God's will is concerned with the biggest of the biggest in the universe. Yes. As well as the smallest of the smallest in the universe. That's correct. And embedded in that is our lives. Yes. God exercises His will over our lives. That's right. I know there's natural questions coming up at that point. But let's pause it for the discussion later on, because the next attribute after this one will answer, how does God's will work over our lives? Yeah. How can we be free creatures and still God's will working out in our lives? I don't know. Well, that's what we're talking about next. So. Okay. Well, maybe I'm just when saying we get there, if you've got God that thought. I open
1: my mind to understand
0: it. If you've got that thought, hold it for just a second. So God has a determination, and that determination extends to every detail in all of creation. And His will always comes to pass. It does. God's
1: free will indicates all things that God decided to will but had no necessity to will according to His nature. Did that make sense?
0: No. Here, I wasn't paying attention again.
1: Okay, pay attention. God's free will... Includes all things that God decided to will but had no necessity to will according to his nature here We must put God's Decision to create the universe and all the decisions relating to the details of that creation Here we must also place all of God's acts of redemption There was nothing in God's own nature that required him to decide to create the universe or to redeem out of sinful mankind a people for himself However, God did decide to create and to redeem, and these are totally free choices on his part.
0: Yeah, he w- there was no necessity in him to do those things. Yes. But I wouldn't say that uh, his will never has necessity in it. If it's his will to exist, and it is, then that's a necessity.
1: Okay, but he didn't have to create. Right. He but didn't when have we get into create that plan of redemption,
0: absolutely. When we get into those things, yeah, he didn't, his will isn't determined by anything but his own counsel. Yes. Not by necessity, but by his pleasure and by right. his goodness and by his love. And some yeah, things so we don't
1: really understand. Yeah. Why would he do that?
0: What do we do with verses like God wills that everyone be saved, that none should perish, but all mm. should reach repentance? It's a very
1: good verse. It encourages me that it is his desire for all people to be saved, but then I know that in some instances he hardens hearts.
0: Like Pharaoh. Like Pharaoh, Romans yeah. 9, Paul tells us that. Judas. So if God's determination is over everything and it comes about, yes. then how does he express a will in Scripture like that, that all should reach repentance, but that doesn't come about?
1: Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it, and I'm um, sure you have the correct answer. It
0: just popped into my head. Okay, good. Like a golden oh, ray of the question or the answer? Uh, well, I'm still formulating the answer, but the question. No, I have an answer.
1: You have that's good. It's not gonna. I don't really know. Satisfy
0: uh, some people, but
1: go ahead. I want to hear it.
0: Well, I think it's the difference between God's. Revealed will and God's actual will.
1: Okay. As a a general, generally speaking, God wants all people to be saved.
0: Yeah, there's a a technicality. I mean, technically, nothing happens apart from God's will. That's his actual will. Yes. And sometimes it's hidden from us. Okay. but His revealed will is the desire of his heart. He really does desire everybody to be saved. But he's not put that into actuality according to his will.
1: Yeah, I'm just reading about that right now.
0: Well, look at you.
1: I don't have anything highlighted or underlined, so I'm not going to go into it because I'd have Good. to read for decades before I get to the parts that I really want to express.
0: Good. <laughs> Anyways, um so it's this isn't an attribute just for God. God shares this attribute with you and I. So, how do we share the attribute of a will? like God because certainly not everything we determine comes to pass correct
1: correct we can sometimes we can almost have to look backwards to what God has done in our lives, and we can say yes it was God's will that this happened in our lives because we can see the result of that will in the way things unfolded
0: yeah yeah we see God's will in our life but about our will how is our will like God's will well first we actually have a will Okay. We have a determination. Okay. Unlike God's, it doesn't come to pass. It's not perfect. And it's not supposed to be according to our own counsel. Yes. Because we're not like God. We're not all knowing our counsel is, is weak and wicked and finite.
1: I think God puts in us a desire to want certain things, salvation for one. Uh, so we... We pursue that because God put it in our hearts to pursue it. God gives us the faith to believe. Yeah. And when we hear the gospel, God stirs our hearts and calls us to himself. He gives us the faith to believe, and we just follow in response to what he's leading us to do. Believe in him and trust Christ for our salvation.
0: Well, he's given us the same kind of way to make decisions and determinations as him. But this is where the gospel really should come in, because our wheels are broken and fallen. Yes. And they our must Our natural be, desires are evil. Yes. And so our will must be yielded to, submitted to Christ, and redeemed through the blood of Christ. So every human being has the ability to make determinations and make decisions and act upon their will. But only Christians will find that their will begins to line up with God's will. Right right and even then not perfectly not till heaven but it's still hopefully increasingly lining up with god's will right so right. that what god determines is what we determine what god desi- desires is what we desire sure and our but,
1: desires change and change and grow yeah as we walk with god and become closer to him we want it our main desire now is to please god and honor him with our lives so when we have opportunity to share the Gospel, we share the gospel. when we ha-
0: mm-hmm.
1: have opportunity to read His word, we read his word because we want to know more more we want to know more about him.
0: yeah, so I think that's where sanctification begins. It's in the will, so that we even begin to like you said, desire what God desires, love what God loves, yeah. hate what God hates, do what God would do, determine what God would determine, et cetera, et cetera
1: yeah. I had explained to me once about God's will and how we uh, we have choice, but we kind of don't. And what was explained to me is, you have a an old hound dog.
0: Oh my goodness! Oh my
1: goodness! And uh, placed in front of this hound dog is a bowl of lettuce and a bowl of meat. And the hound dog goes to where he wants to go. He has a choice, and he chooses the meat. Every time.
0: I don't understand that analogy. Didn't
1: understand it. Okay, that's okay.
0: God's putting two bowls in front of us and letting us choose.
1: It's like that. I think God. I would not use that analogy. We, okay. Well, it's just—it's just a thought that came to me. It didn't come to me actually. A friend of mine told me that, and uh, do I know? This we were friend? just oh, you know him, but I wouldn't mention him on the air. But. Uh, hmm. We were, we were discussing how we're called by God, uh, and, and yet we still have a choice Which to is receive a, or, or to reject God's call. That's a
0: good segue into our next attribute. The next attribute being freedom? Freedom.
1: Is there freedom?
0: God possesses freedom.
1: Absolutely.
0: The definition is good. Do you remember it?
1: The definition of freedom?
0: Yeah, of the attribute of God's freedom.
1: No, I don't remember it, but I have it on paper right in front of me.
0: Well, get to flipping there, Larry. Lars. Okay. Can you kill about a, about a
1: ten seconds till I find it?
0: Well, I could sing, but I want people to come back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: i didn't go far enough. There it is. Freedom. Freedom. God's freedom is that attribute of God whereby He does whatever He pleases. I remember that.
0: Yeah, super connected to His will. Yeah. But it's in maybe another aspect where He He has the freedom, the ability to do all that He desires. Yeah. So kind of built into that is, yes, His will, also His power, His authority. Yeah, He's doing he do whatever He wants. Not only has the desire to do whatever He wants... He can back that desire up with the power. So he's free to save. He's free not to save. He's free to create. He's free not to create. He's free to give life. He's free to give death, to bless or to punish. Or to save. God's free in his entire life. to save or to harden. Yeah.
1: It's God's free will. He gets to choose what he wants to do his freedom which is to do his perfect will
0: which is super comforting because god wasn't tricked or coerced into saving humanity he no. wasn't held ransom or you know forced to do anything right he did it by his own freedom which right. means he wanted to yes he wanted to save he wanted to reveal himself in his word he wanted to create he wanted to call us to himself that just enhances so much for me.
1: And it, it really boggles the mind when you're going along on along that same train. You say, God wanted his son to die for us.
0: Yeah, he wanted sinners reconciled.
1: Because of his love for us, he wanted Christ to die.
0: And then if you're a Christian, you think about God wanted you to be a Christian.
1: And the price he paid to get you there. Yeah. He set a standard, mm-hmm. and, and he will always be true to his standard. Of holiness. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, we know that as uh, uh, believers, we can only go to God in the righteousness of Christ, mm-hmm. not on our own righteousness. Uh, so we can be holy, not because we're good, but because the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin, makes yeah. us holy.
0: If you're forgiven of sin, it's because God wanted to forgive you. Yeah. It's beautiful. But built into that, then, is if this is a communicable attribute, it means that God has given us freedom, a measure of freedom.
1: Yeah, we think it's bigger than it really is.
0: Yes, often we do. But this is what I meant earlier by saying, hey, if you have this question about how does God's will over my life connect to my ability to choose and exercise my own will, well, this attribute is is it. God has given humanity a sense and degree of freedom. It is God's will for us to be free creatures. Yes. Which means free to act and free to choose. Certainly not at the level of God. Sure. Because we don't even have the... First, we don't have the moral purity or the intellectual perfection to choose what is right, and then certainly we don't have the power to back up our own choosing like God. Yeah, But He does give us a measure to choose, what do you say, between lettuce or meat in the dog bowls. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. he does lay out a path of cursing or blessing yes. that we find all over the Old Testament yes. and the New Testament, warnings of cursing and promises of blessing. He lays those paths out for us and wheels that we have a measure of freedom.
1: I know, but we abuse that freedom. It seems like we have the, the ability problem. to uh, to follow God wholeheartedly, to to pray to Him constantly, to devour His Word so we can know Him better. And sometimes, as Christians, we let other things get in the way. Yeah, uh, we choose not to pursue those ideas and those thoughts uh, that are, God is directing us to.
0: Absolutely, I think we forget just how corrupt. We are because yes. of sin. Yes. And so that we use what's meant to be a blessing of freedom for, we use it for selfish gain, self-indulgence, yes. for sin, yes, immorality. God gives humanity as a whole, not just born-again Christians, but humanity as a whole to discover things about His creation, to learn an intellect and to send a rocket into space. And those are all acts of freedom yes but then we we take that freedom just like i said and because of our sinful nature we abuse it like you're saying and so freedom of humanity is even further limited because of sin right the freedom that adam and eve must have had in the garden of eden was something wonderful
1: yeah you can do anything you want
0: but what does the bible say in the new testament now we're actually slaves to sin Yes. We've foregone our freedom, and we've submitted to a yoke of slavery, which is why I would maintain and have maintained for years now that I don't think humanity has any real free choice because we're always going to choose the path of sin. Yeah. Until we're born again in Christ. Right. I think we don't... Even then, we struggle with it. We struggle with it, but we at least get to taste a greater measure of it. I think once we're saved we then experience true freedom to make decisions and to act upon our will and to do things for God's glory because we know what's right and we know where goodness is and where joy is and satisfaction and, and what's best, and that's doing it according to God's way. Before Christ, though, we're always going to choose sin. Yep,
1: yeah. that's yeah, true.
0: And so I think God wills for us to have freedom. He's granted a general measure of freedom in humanity to choose things and make decisions. According and to, to act. our will. Huh?
1: According to our will. Yeah,
0: right. Which due to sin is so corrupted that we can never choose anything but sin.
1: And at the end of it is death.
0: And exactly. So he sends Christ to redeem us, make us right before him, but also to to reinstate that freedom. Propitiation. That, that freedom, no. <laughs> That freedom, though. That's not where you're going with that? Nope. That freedom enhances all the way to heaven. Okay. Where we taste ultimate freedom as God had designed in the garden. Freedom to walk with God and to worship God and to know God and to enjoy God and to enjoy creation and everything as it's supposed to be. So these two attributes, they go together, will and freedom. God has a will, and He acts upon that will, His determination, according to His own freedom, His own pleasure, His own goodness. We have a will. He's let us make decisions and have determinations, but they're often broken. And He's given us a measure of freedom, but we use it and abuse it for our own things. Yes. Only when we're born again can we really taste true freedom and have our wills aligned with God. And there is where human flourishing occurs.
1: So we're actually doing our will, which is actually His will for us.
0: He makes he, them... He
1: turns our will around.
0: Yeah, He makes them one. Just like with Christ and the Father, their will being one. Well, we're now in Christ. Yes. Our wills get sucked up into His, and we desire the same things, and we're no longer kicking against the goads. We're, yes. We're walking in lockstep with God.
1: And that's a joy. It's a joy. I I, I don't know of any greater joy than to realize you're where God wants you to be right now in your life. Yeah. And you're pressing on toward becoming more and more like him. Yeah. That is a full-fledged joy in our lives.
0: So these things should spur within us gratitude and worship and praise.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That God would let us enjoy a measure of his attributes but that he would save us as Christians to enjoy them even more so to a greater degree. Right. So that we are being made more and more and more into his likeness as we continue to yield to the Spirit's sanctifying work. That's good. Good attributes today, man. Good subjects. They are. And they spur lots of thought on, and there's always more discussion to be had, but hopefully this starts the conversation in one's mind.
1: So we got anything new happening Books are about to
0: be shipped out to our cohort, so six guys.
1: Yeah. We have a friend back there working, trying to get that accomplished right now.
0: She's in charge of shipping, new member of the team, Lydia. And she's organizing the shipping methods and things like that, doing a great job. So, yeah, hopefully this week, uh, the target date is by the end of this week, books will be sent to our first set of books sent to our first participants in our pastors cohort was super excited.
1: Yeah, that's it is good to feel like you're walking along in the will of God doing his will. Yeah, with whatever you do and, and in this case in what we're doing here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm done. I'm out. I'm scooting okay. back. I'm letting Scoot the mic back. go dead.
1: Okay. Stop your lips. <laughs> All right, let me pray. Our Father, we are truly grateful because uh, in your wisdom and in your freedom, you chose us to be your children and to follow you. Help us to do that better and better. Uh, help us to uh, turn our lives over to you, for you for you to control. May Jesus truly be the head of our lives. And may we seek you, may we serve you, may we uh, rejoice in... in uh, praise may we also rejoice and praise as we read your word Uh, please guide our lives Uh, please direct our steps and help us to share the good news with the lost we ask these things in jesus name amen